What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Clubhouse. Joined again by Roach and Hizzle to the Bizzle. <laughs> How you doing, Roach? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. What's I the story, know. Roach? I, 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 can't, I, can't, I can't deal with you. I can't deal with you. Not right now, not today. Okay, <laughs> And yeah, this, this, I mean, I'm good, sir. Hey, bro, I'd, be careful, I'd be careful if I was you. You're going to use up your Shona bundles, so relax. <laughs> <laughs> so relax, buddy. Relax. <laughs> anyway, we are playing. <laughs> hey, brothers are haters. Hey, we wanna we got plenty to talk about this evening. Uh, of course, pretty pretty action packed. No, I thought it was gonna be a fallow week, a dull week, but man, there was some there was plenty of action of talking points, plenty of action. And again, the crystal ball, the crystal ball has me saying my premonition is coming to fruition. Yes, I used all my intuition. It's going to come through. We've been talking yeah. about this, the mathematics were laid to bear. But there's plenty to talk about, including broken cheekbones, potential mm. match fixing, or the media. So much. Jeez, the, 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 the media, come on. making what the media meant? How do you, like, mountains out of molehills. How did they even try and put words in that dude's mouth? But anyway, we'll talk more about that coming, coming up. So, first things first. Does anybody want to open? Who wants to, who's, who's got the opening comments? Roach, what you got? Oh, man. What a performance. A performance of the weekend. It's been a long time coming. I think the best performance this year in my book by the All Blacks. Ah, no, to I thought me, you were going to talk about Portugal. No, <laughs> no, I don't care about that. <laughs> no, sorry, no. I mean, no. I mean, the Portugal game was great and all, but I think um, for me that was the game of the game of, of, of the weekend um, because purely because uh, we expected a whole lot more out of Italy and um, I would like to say Italy didn't show up but I think at the same time I'd, it would be good to say that they were not given an opportunity to show up from the first whistle they just went straight into them and I've never seen All Blacks well I have seen them in that mood but it's been a while um, it was one of those performances that really stood out for me. They bullied their opposition from start to finish. Um, the, the, the breakdown, the way they, they were literally just blitzing through that, the efficiency around that. And it, to me, that made my, my, that started off what was a good weekend for me. And I think that was the, the performance for me. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. What about you, Hizzle, to the Bizzle? What you got to say, man? What are your thoughts on that game? That was to be expected. Nothing well, in that game, to me, was unexpected or surprising. Uh, bro, 96 bro, points was bro, not... Bro, 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 bro. My super bro will tell you, you can check the mathematics. There. Okay. No, mm-hmm. about, we're not talking about super bro here. We're not talking, <laughs> we're talking about things that are grounded in reality. I don't Ooh, think I, I, I feel like their loss is being taken in Super Brew. What are the scores I, looking like? I there? haven't even I haven't even updated my Super Brew in like a week. Oh that's the so problem. It's like, yeah, anyway. No, I'm seeing I'm oh. seeing fire. I, I I I expected New Zealand to blow Italy away. Really and truly. I didn't expect Italy being a northern hemisphere team. Playing in the Six Nations and everyone thinking they are so amazing to hold a candle to New Zealand. That is not things that happen in this day and age at this current period of rugby. So I was just sitting there thinking to myself, oh, here we go, 42 points first half. That's what I expect to see. 49. Thank you for the correction. And that's what I expect to see. And uh, second half, double it. Get it done. This is not anything we should be worried about. We're just checking the settings. Practice session. Let's go. So, you know, job done. Thank you very much. 
I am, however, very much in pain about Namibia losing to Uruguay. Very much. Namibia losing to Uruguay. I think. Uh, why, why are you in pain? I, I I was hoping, and I thought they could take them. I thought they could take that win. It would have been a great for everyone involved if Namibia had taken that win. You know, for them, first win for, for Africa, Africa as a whole. It would have just been a, a stepping stone for the whole continent to at least get some recognition on the world stage, you know. But now, not to, you know, not to, things are in question. Not, not to forget that one of the, the favorites to win it has Africa in its name. Yeah, but they're a tier one nation. They're always in the running for the World Cup. They're not, they're not being questioned. The rest of Africa is questioned. It's questionable if they can put let's, up a good fight on the world us, stage. Yeah, semantics, right? But um, I think look with the All Blacks game, I think um, it was a good performance. Uh, not exactly trademark, in my opinion, in terms of everyone performing. I felt. Rico Ioane was a bit of a letdown, yes. unfortunately. Reeks was a letdown. Um, and it's it's continuing a, a questionable run of form, which is quite worrying. Um, but apart from that, you know, I think um, there were some really good performances. Italy, I don't know what happened. I, You know, they just, yeah, they were just blown out of the water. And... I think there was a bit too much talk from the Italian camp, personally. I felt that there was a bit too much talk. Uh, but yeah, you know, they were completely blown out of the water. New Zealand just, your blacks just played really, really well. Um, they were fluid. They, they, you know, they strung phases together. They, <laughs> the ball was, was in play a lot of the time. Um, it was really good to see. Although I do, I am pretty skeptical about the defensive capabilities. I think there were a couple of times where Italy created space on the edges with the wraparounds, and that's something that the All Blacks need to think, need to really figure out. Looking at a prospective quarterfinal against the Irish, um, which well, we'll discuss later on about how the rugby gods might not let that happen, but. Um, all in all, it was a good performance. It was a bit of a statement, a bit of a marker. Um, but I would have liked to see a bit more physicality, to be honest. But it's difficult to... I mean, there's the one, the, the try that Saavea scored, one of them, um, when he peeled or, peeled around the back of the lineout. I mean, jeez. Like, <laughs> it's like it was like the Red Sea. People wanted no parts of that collision, you know? Oh. When you look at it, though, the, the collisions, in particularly in the first half, and how aggressive they were, Italy wanted to, to try take them on. Um, but I think, you know, the way they came through, they weren't taking any business in that first 40, you know. Again, and Frizzell, the tag hits. Oof. Yeah. Those guys, are, they, were, they were on something. You know, I, I, I think I read an article where they were talking about what last week's training was like um, because obviously they had a bye week. Um, and to me, that spoke to what kind of training sessions they had the previous week. It must have been quite hectic in there because um, apparently guys were not talking to each other after one of the early sessions. Ah, I see. You want that. I think, you know, steel sharp and steel, right? I think you don't want too much, oh, too friendly a training. You've got you've to throw everything at each other. You know, throw a lot at each other, especially if you've got a bye week. You know, there's no excuse to hang back. You have to go and hit each other and hit each other hard. You know, and that can only get the best out of it in the long run. Um, but I still feel that there's still plenty of room for improvement and but it's a damn good start it's a damn good start you know and it was good to see players back Lomax was absolutely exceptional my goodness yeah <laughs> yo good to see uh, him back. 
Yep. Good to see Big Frizzell back as well. Big Shannon. Good to see him back. Um, good to see Sam Kane back. Jordy Barrett as well. There yeah. were some guys yeah. there who, yeah, who were due some game time, you know, and it was a good performance. I was pretty, pretty chuffed. I was very happy with it. So, so when, when I look at it, um, it takes me back to two weeks ago when France faced um, Namibia. Funny enough. Mm-hmm. That was a damn good performance from France, right? They managed to put 96, 98, wasn't it? Points. 96. 96. 96 as well. Okay, 96 <clears throat> points on Namibia. Now, I know, and, and look, and I'm, I, I, I've got a tendency not to try and, I know you've got to compare apples with apples, but to see that quality of a performance from the All Blacks, especially after what France had done the week before to Namibia, I look at the, the two teams, it's, it's chalk and cheese, Namibia, Italy, or they may not be too far off. In fact, when you then look at the result. But that's a discussion for another day. But I think Italy are, are, are a better side than that score. And I really do believe they just were not given the opportunity. It was literally out the blocks. We are just giving it to you. And all they did is they turned around. They were like, okay, we're sorry. We're sorry we you even started what? this discussion. It'll be interesting this coming Friday when France play Italy. That's going to be... <clears throat> something to watch eh? very much so because now we have uh, we sort of can understand exactly what the Italians have what the French have what the New Zealanders have because now we can at least compare apples to apples what, what I want to see is if France are going to start their best team mm. we'll know this during the week of course because it's a Friday game so Exactly. In a few days we'll be knowing what's happening. This weekend is crazy for the. This weekend is <laughs> mad. We'll get to this weekend, but uh, let us continue about this past weekend. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think the Namibia Uruguay game, Namibia just you know, I think you know, and, and they've played Uruguay enough the times. You know, I actually gave, I actually thought they were in with a chance here. Uh, yeah. With a very good chance, and they started so so well, but you know, okay. I think the what what really sort of came back to bite them was the fact that Uruguay have a number of guys playing in France. Their number nine, the Uruguay number nine, actually made the top fourteen team of the season ahead of Dupont. So, you know, they had a number of guys who've been playing at a particular level. That the, just the, the guys from Uruguay just didn't have, you know, and and that was sorry, the the Namibians didn't have, and and I think that was what really, you know, cost them big time. At the but end I of think that, as well, the, the discipline let them down, though. Yep, there was a chance the to really. There was they were still in that game. They were really still in that game, but at some point, it really just fell to shit. I mean, especially around their breakdown and, and their captain, Mata and You know, sometimes I think, I, and, and they'll take, I'll take it to the discussion even around some of the island nations. Um, and I'll say actually in particular Fiji um, and Samoa. Where we've got players that are, um, I know that Namibia, if I'm correct, had seven players that do not play, play pro rugby, they're amateurs, they still work, etc. That's that's fine. We'll give them we'll, we'll excuse them for that. But I think there's a lot of players in, in 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 these teams that we've watched in this tournament that are pro players. But the behavior the behavior does not does not show or what should I call it the discipline around the game and even decision making around the game. It really starts you, it gets you questioning just um, how, you know, the club system can really hide certain traits in certain players, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know, if you, if you were to put, for example, uh, who can I take? Um, uh, let's take Avaya Fafita, for example. Avaya uh, Fafita, and you put him in an all-black side, he suddenly... So a, a lot, a lot better player than 
he was or has been in this tournament. And not because he's not a good player, but you know, none of these, some of these players are not actually standing up and showing that I'm a pro player. It doesn't matter what league, where, where I'm playing. I guess I may not be in the strongest country. I may be playing for a tier two nation. However, I still need to stand up and look at the same, look like the same player I look like at, at club level. But mm-hmm. at the moment, it looks like these guys are different players when they're not a club, and they're sh- right. and they're kind of sheltered. You get what I don't know if you understand where I'm coming yeah, from. Yeah, because guys play the team; they don't play rugby. They're not playing rugby. They they yeah. and they you know some of the decisions that they make, you kind of sit there and you think, how they the do. hell did you do that? And you know yeah. everyone's like, oh no, but it's tier two rugby, and I'm like, no, this guy is playing top fourteen rugby, right? You know, some of these players have gotten to the top 14 final, even the, the Champions Cup. But the exactly. decision-making is in Villa League sometimes. <laughs> I don't know if it's pressure, <laughs> but, but it's, it's something that I've noticed. And, and you know, at first I was like, okay, no, no, but tier two nations. Oh, man, you know, these island nations, they still need to get themselves together. But I started questioning that there are players here that are playing, some of them in the MRL. It's not, a, it's not the, 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 let's call it, um, it's not a top league uh, per se. But, you know, they, you know, they're getting... I don't expect Manonu to go into the MRL and play as if he's of that level, right? You come in there, your professionalism, your professionalism needs to stand up. No matter what level you're playing, people should be able to see that difference. And this is what I feel is lacking in a lot of, our, in a lot of the teams that have played in this tournament. Guys that have got professional contracts but playing as if they're amateurs. At certain times, I hear you there. True, you can see it as well. It, it, the Samoa, the Samoan players have been playing in Super Rugby for the last two or three seasons. Fiji and Drua, same thing, two or three seasons. But some of the offloads, some of the the lack of rule knowledge, some of the times in the breakdowns, you question: you. Is this person aware of the rules? Or are they just chancing that the ref didn't see? But, you know, it's the World Cup. There are four match officials. Come on. You know, come on. Give us more. Do better. There's cameras above your head. Literally. <laughs> Wherever the ball is, there's a camera above that ball. Come on. Just act, act like you know where you are. And I'm not going exactly. to be mean. I'm just saying you would expect that guys would be a lot more up to standard. Exactly, and that's all of I'm where, saying. Of who they are. Yeah, I yeah. get what you mean. Interesting. I shall not comment. <laughs> no, well, no, I, you, guys, you guys are spot on. I think there's guys that are not playing their level, so to speak. They're not. It's almost as if they're just like, okay, now that I'm playing in tier two, let me just do some stuff. <laughs> That's exactly. I'm just going to do it. Let, let me see that move that I dreamt about three nights ago. Let me see if I can offload it like Sunny Bill over the corner there. Yeah. Stuff when like I, that. I've an offload in my life. <laughs> I've never practiced it once. First time for everything. Let me do it now. World exactly. stage. Now, now I'm going to try and do it because this is the time. Right, I, I'm trying to win a trophy here, but let me try and freaking do it. But yeah, I mean that's that that I guess is it's what it is. But yeah, I mean I think that's why, in, in my view, now maybe you're kind of lost it because of their discipline. Uh, they were very ill-disciplined, particularly in the last couple of minutes. And you know what? Patience pays, guys. Patience pays. You know, uh, this weekend alone, you know, you look at some of the decision making around um, penalties that were awarded. In Namibia, uh, penalties that were awarded even last night for Tonga, where too often we, we we're not we're not too many of these teams also are not trying to build scoreboard pressure, right? Make force a team into a position where they get where they panic, right? Now maybe you got a couple of penalties. What do they decide to do? Let's go to the corner. You try go to the corner. You lose the line out. You try driving more. It's stopped, and it's become this this thing, right? It's a routine. And 
you then see the, the better nations are actually kicking it. Um, they would rather go for points at the moment. South Africa were a perfect example yesterday where it was, okay, when they started off, they started off like, okay, we need to score. And they went to the corner. But at some point, they realized, listen, we can't be foolish about this. The first thing we need to get is the W. So if we get the W, then we can start pushing. So they started kicking where they could kick. And we need to see more of that from these smaller nations. It's not just about let's score. We like it's entertaining rugby. I love it. But I also want you to stay in the fight. For exactly. We need to have, we, we can't have the, the, the qualifiers being decided as soon as we see that, that you're not changing your game. Like, we're like ah, this game is going to be won by this other team because these guys aren't adjusting to the challenge that they are meeting. It, yeah. It's very annoying to see that. And you would hope that I don't know if every every team needs a traffic light system or something so that the players on the park are being told by the coach kick for post or something. But something needs to happen. Players need to react to what's happening on the field. The corner's not working. Take the points. You can't go to 22, fight, 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 then come back out with nothing. It's 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 wasted opportunities and chances. So I hope they learn from it though. Yeah. Hopefully, um, because the the game does need that. So hopefully they do learn. Yeah. Now, yeah. Um, Scotland against Romania. <sighs> guys. Guys. Oh, Scotland, guys. <laughs> Violence and chaos. Both oh, switches. How do you get someone? 200 and was it 211 or something ridiculous like that running meters like seriously the line Whew. he had like he had like 21 defenders beaten or something stupid like that it's crazy at it's some crazy. point in time he becomes a myth on the pitch and no one wants to tackle him because they think he's untackleable but someone has to put up their hand and stop him because he just became unstoppable. Every time he got the ball, you knew he's going past the line. And once he was past that line, Romania was so slow to realign behind Scotland going through. It was just... It's difficult to realign when you've been busted like that. And the guy who just busted, The guy who's made the line break is running at such pace. It's so difficult to scramble. To scramble and to just... No, it's... It's really, you know. Do Scotland have an interesting backline because they've got the gentleman who was causing chaos Saturday. Then they have Duhan. Duhan sort of is quiet this Rugby World Cup, but Duhan, we know, is a force, right? So that backline now is looking like it's going to be a, something to contend with. Well, so I was, that's, yeah. It was the guy who killed two stone-cold try-scoring opportunities against the, against the box. Yeah. Mike, need I remind people? Dude, he, he, he literally, he could have lost, I, I could put down the loss to him. If, had he given that pass, we may, we may have been talking a different result. That was, <laughs> do you know the way it's like there was no need? All he had to yeah. do was just let the ball go. Just let it go. You know, no, actually, but, but again, it's the occasion. It's the occasion, isn't it? Sometimes the occasion gets the better of us, you know. As, we as all good, know, as when plays essay, he's emotional. He's trying to prove a point. We all know this from all our times when we've covered him playing essay. He always makes silly mistakes like that. But that but it was Darcy Graham. That was Darcy Graham, mate. Look at you, just but just piling hate on somebody. Yeah? So talking about Duan. No. <laughs> you, <laughs> you, you sipping on the haterade. I actually think I think Carl uh, Stain is better. I think he's a better you know Darcy is is good. Than Darcy Graham. I think Carl Stain is, is is a is a better winger. Um or not better, shall I say, but for different reasons. If we're playing horses for courses. I think against Ireland, you need a stain, not a Graham. But, but you know, the thing about Darcy Graham is that when he's on song, 
he can do the most amazing things at the most at the most amazing time or the time where you least expect it rather well and it's this also leads you to ask the question i mean finn russell or ben haley now man (laughs) and you know what you i've been unfortunate enough to play with such frustrating characters in my life where this dude is dripping with talent he's oozing with talent and he just seems to just not not care not care oh i threw an interpass nah okay whatever let's go the next time yeah we'll see what i'll try again oh, really that kick was rubbish nah, we'll see you next time you know and you know it happens for like two or three games where you're just like you might you'll scrape through the win or you'll lose one of them, you know. You'll scrape through to win all three or all two or both of them, but you'll lose one. At some point, you'll lose one of them, and then you're like, "What the hell is going on?" You reach that boiling point of frustration, and then in that fourth game, the dude is just knowing everything he's trying, everything he tries just works. That's the thing. And, and, and I think that's the problem, isn't it? And there's no celebration. There's no, come on. It's just, meh, it worked. Next thing, I suppose. And you're like, you know, it's frustrating. He's he's a frustrating guy. And the problem is, against Ireland, it depends which Finn Russell rocks up. You know, and that's why it's a bit of a selection conundrum because Ben Healy gives you that stability. That dude's I was going about to say. On fire on Saturday. Oh, I actually think well, Darcy Graham got the headlines. That dude who who played for Ireland under 20, who was at Munster, oh, oh, he is still at Munster. I think he's still at Munster. That guy was on fire on Saturday. He was just on point. His decision-making, his goal-kicking, his distribution. That guy was solid. He was so solid. You know. So one one thing I so when you mention it now, to be honest, if I was Gregor Townsend at this moment, given the game that he's had, <clears throat> I would be bold enough to start him, and I'd actually put Finn on the bench. And mm. no disrespect to Finn, right? And it's not about, and we we do know what he can do. But like you said, you want someone that's going to go out there and be able to put enough pressure on Ireland, you know, and and keep. Keep them under the pump, you know, even if you stay within touching distance with them. You just mm-hmm. keep, you play the game, you play the game. And then, you know, call it 60th minute. Um, it takes me back to the Lions uh, tour when Finn came on and then he started cooking. That's what you want. Let him come in and cook when now there's, there's a bit more freedom. You know, there are a bit more tired bodies around and... You know, he's, he's, he's almost sussed out the game, has had a chance to sit outside, take a look at what's, what's going on. Um, he is, has had the time to just keep them, you know, keep the, 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 the team going. And then he just comes in there and does what he does best. Just come in and just cause havoc. That is, that is literally what I would do. Um, like you said, again, it may be worthwhile going with a, with a Kyle Stane and, uh, and Duan van der Merva and then... See how that team, that, that, that backline cooks her. I would also be tempted to have Chris Harris. He didn't start the book game, did he? No. No. Mm. He also had a bit of a good game. And, and he's Chris a very Harris, good defender. Def- yeah, I was just going to say that. Exactly. Defensively, that guy is solid. So, you need... <laughs> it's a conundrum because you, you need the bonus point. The bonus point will guarantee you. But... Can you get the bonus point with Ben Healy against this Irish machine? Or do you need something special to unlock this Irish defense? The problem I think you need a combination, though. You need a combination. That's what I'm thinking. But if it's a one-two punch, which one is the first punch? Because you want to bring a Finn Russell on when you're struggling, and then all of a sudden it's easy to isolate him as a defensive system. Mm. True. Sorry, are we speaking Scotland getting a bonus point against Ireland on Saturday? Yes. Oh yeah. Mm, and the, the truth is, the truth is, Finn is the only guy that can unlock that bonus point. Shit. 
It's entirely <laughs> possible. It's entirely possible. You know, it is entirely possible. Um, Ireland are beatable, guys. Ireland are beatable. You just need to stay away from their shit houseery at the breakdown, and you need to attack again. D one, D two, D three. Uh, sorry, not D one. Need to attack the ten. You need to attack the head of the of the pod, the outside yeah. runner, and then always have someone lurking on that inside for, for that ball back inside. Yeah. That late, late ball back inside. Guys can't so afford to sleep on that. Defend as, a pack, as a pack of five. Not defending in threes, but as a pack of four or five. True. Mm. It, it's doable. I think, you know, this is what makes this weekend so great. Like... If there's one team that you know can spring a surprise, it definitely is Scotland. Um, you said it, I think, when we when we were in the build-up, when we spoke about how there's that familiarity that that comes into play, right? Scotland know Ireland pretty well, and eh, guys, oh, I can't wait for this weekend. Oh, it's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna be epic! Oh. But it's messed up, right? So here's what messed up thing. So if you are Australia, or even, oh my God. let's say, if you're Australia right now, you're sitting the whole week. Okay, not sitting. And I guess this is, this is the way a prop thinks, right? I'm going to train the whole week. <laughs> Just so that I go cabin on Saturday. <laughs> well, the way these Fijians work in Georgia, you never know, bro. True, you do never know, but I mean, okay, the chances are slim. The chances but are really they're slim. They're slim. Of what? I, I think, Port, I think, you know, chances of what? Of Fiji not getting the bonus point that they need against Portugal, not getting the win, not getting a point. Yeah, oh, you're even going as far as a point. Okay. Well, they nah, need to get the win, but the way I Fiji. Think, yeah, played against Georgia, but I suppose Georgia are very defensive minded. So, it's well, funny. I think Georgia played the game that we expected them to play in the first game against uh, Australia, right? That's that's the that's the Georgian side we expected to show up, and it didn't come. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where we find ourselves. You look at Portugal's. Uh, game on Saturday uh, on on it was, it was yesterday or Sunday and um you look at Georgia suddenly you look at okay, Portugal just played bloody well they stayed in the game they stayed in the fight um and things like that that's fine but I think Georgia is Georgia's a team that everyone's been talking about why are they not in the six nations yet why are Italy not being relegated so I there's a lot of bloody potential on that side pardon they proved why at the weekend yeah, they did. And that, that was what everyone was expecting from them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, ish, I don't know, eh? Um, I think Fiji just need to stay focused and just go out all guns blazing. There's no, 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 just, uh, uh, go hell for leather, go at it and go at them hard. Hard. Interesting, interesting story, though, about uh, Tuisova. Which one? That he lost his son, and he still played. In oh, fact, he's, no. un, he's, un, he's unable to actually go back for his son's funeral. So, oh. you know, you 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 you, you kind of put that into perspective, and you know, you're kind of like, okay, fine. Um, because to an extent, um, it looked like uh, what's the name? I'm thinking of their coach. What's the captain's name again? Nayat Levu. On Saturday, he looked like he was taking it all upon himself. I don't know if anyone else got that feeling, but I almost felt like he was forced into it. Now when I read the story, I thought to myself, I need to rewatch this game. I just need to just see what was happening in that game, whether or not that would have had an impact. Um, but you've got stories like that that happened, and, you know, Tuisova, and I wonder what that's going to do for him on the weekend. I would imagine it, it may actually unify the team to to put in a hell of a performance as well for him. Um, but yeah, sad news on that front. But, you know. Oh, man, it's horrendous news. Yeah. It's a 
this news. But speaking of ninth level, I think this guy is the unsung hero of this World Cup. Everyone's going on about Bundy Aki, Bundy Aki, Bundy, Bundy, right. Bundy. Guys, ninth uh, uh, level, that dude is a beast. He is a monster. He is playing some phenomenal rugby at this point in time. True. Like, phenomenal. He's, he's, he's a beast, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, his finishing ability is just out of this world. You know, his running lines, his defense, his ability to just melt through, through the gain line, through a defensive line is just, yeah. Yeah. You know, he's playing well. He's playing really bloody well. Really well. Uh, that's, a, that's a play and a half right there. You know, that's a play and a half. Um, yeah, so very interesting sort of um, result from which game? Which, which, which other games were played over the weekend? So New Zealand, of course, with Italy. Argentina beat Chile. Fiji yeah. beat Georgia. Scotland beat Romania. Australia tried to beat Portugal. <laughs> and can South Africa Argentina beat Tonga. Do, can, can Japan just do the rugby world a favor and just beat Argentina? So we, I think Thank you. the most boring team done. at the World Cup. Oh, my word. No, because they've let us all down. It is Another like what? It is worse. We had, we had an unfair We thought they would do things at this World Cup. We, I think we had them in finishing top of their pool with England. But the way it's looking now, if Japan smokes them over <laughs> this coming weekend, then you're like, how? Argentina yeah. have had so much time to play against the New Zealand, South Africa, Australia. You know, they've had so much practice. Their players play in all the best leagues. What's happening? They had... Yeah. Their captain playing for the Crusaders, and they won the Super Rugby. It's right? a straight shootout, eh? It's a straight yes. shootout. Winner goes through to the quarters. I, I don't just think. I don't think Japan have what it takes. I just. I pray they do, and they put us out of our misery. Because I hope they do it as well. well because well, I don't mind Argentina going through. Um, personally, you know, it'll be nice to have them go through. And hopefully that they improve once they get to that next stage. Well, Highly likely. Argentina go through, they play Wales. That's and it. they can probably <laughs> beat Wales. That's going to be an interesting game. Fiji go through, they obviously play England. Mm, a rematch from two weeks ago and three weeks. It was a month ago, sorry. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> Yeah, it's, 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 I don't know, hey, Argentina, mm, I don't know, I don't know who I'd rather go through, prior to they've, Japan. They've been unstable, they've been unstable, I'd really, I'd for rather me, Japan, Argentina, because I think more. Argentina can cause more of an upset, upset, I think Japan, unfortunately for me at the moment, they seem like a team that is, that has taken too many players that are over the hill to this tournament, um, which is quite sad considering what they've done um, over the last couple of, of years or the last two cycles previous to this. And, you know, I just don't see it. I don't see Japan being able to go through and, you know, cause a likely upset. Um, I can't see it. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just being a hater. Argentina have not been great, but I I would love I think they've got a better chance of just you know giving us a better game that quarterfinal and possibly even a semi. Unfortunately, you are right. They yeah. Argentina can withstand a beating, especially if they go through and they have to play um, Wales. Is it? Yeah. Once once they go through, they can withstand that beating and can put up a better fight than Japan. But Japan, you know. Man, they've been putting in the work, man. Come on. They've been yeah. they've been doing what they can. <laughs> they've been past doing what they can. Past that stage of sentimentality, bro. <laughs> business end. <laughs> Get into the business end. We're at the business end of things now. Exactly. Before yeah. players die. 
Ooh. Yeah, look, good. Argentina are the masters, and we're forgetting Michael Checker is the master of the Juma. You I can Juma someone, but I just look, I just think Argentina, having seen the way they've prepared, you know, they haven't gone through the steps. They just, it's like expecting to get an A at A level <laughs> when you prepare. Without studying, it just doesn't work that way, you know. And they, their preparations have been poor. And Japan have actually been improving game on game. Mm. They've been improving game on game. You know, you could see, you can see the improvements in the Japanese performances. But Argentina, you're just like, good God, this is like watching paint dry, man. I mean, how do you be? How do you put fifty points on someone and still be the most boring game? Oh, that weekend. was a horrible. It was a horrible, horrible ah, watch. It was just it was a horrible freaking watch. It was just, just like, oh my word! You know when you just when you're like, ah, I'm tired, and you just nap. You know there's some matches that you just fall, you just fall asleep in front of the TV, and yep. that was that game. So, nah, I'm really hoping. I'm really hoping. That the, the Japanese do a job on these guys because gosh, world rugby needs it. <laughs> Are we ready to play a game? Sorry? Are we ready to play a game called Who's Qualifying? Oh. All right. Mm. That's, that's a dangerous game. Let's start. Let's start. <laughs> It, uh, pool, it has to be played. It has to be played. Qualifying in Pool A. Who's so pool, pool A, Pool A has France, New Zealand, Italy, Uruguay, and Namibia. We all know who's qualifying. France, yeah. France and New Zealand. Let's be honest. Yeah. We, we know that. That's what's happening. Unless, nah, unless that's a big unless, guys. Unless. Because the final game for France and Italy is France versus Italy, right? Yes. Yeah. And if if That's... if Italy can can if they can. No, but then... then I do not believe Italy have the right points difference. If, they would if... need they would need to literally blow France out the park. No. If they get a win, how many points will they get? It depends. A bonus point win is what? Is four? Five. 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 And the win is? Four. So, France are on 13 points. I, uh, listen, we're not even going to entertain this rubbish. Can we? <laughs> it's not happening, bro. It's not happening. Bro. Uh, come on, man. So pool A was saying France, New Zealand, we're done. Yeah, I think pool A we need to be honest with ourselves. He's being the octopus from from what's it called? <laughs> World Cup. World Cup. <laughs> pool B. This is your stage. South Africa, Ireland, Scotland, Tonga, Romania. SA on two points. They've played four games. They are done. Shush, listen, shut it. The teams, the teams that will go through are South Africa in top spot and Scotland. I said it. I wow. said it. I just want to say, I just want to say. With the upset of the World Cup, the upset, an upset for the ages, Ireland won't even know what hit them. Hey, then, then, then. Then oh wait, that means South Africa would finish top. Damn it. SA <laughs> <laughs> no. would play New Zealand. That's not a good result, bro. <laughs> It'll make for a hell of a there's no way of getting six points, right? <laughs> not yet. HB they're not speaking. He said. What did they speak? Have you said HB? I said England, Japan. Actually, you guys. I love Japan, but I just don't see it. Look, <laughs> we don't see it either, but we're just hoping. Because honestly, anything's better than Argentina right now. 
You know what would be a good. You know what I would hope for, but unfortunately, it can't happen. Two bonus points, then Japan and Argentina go through. Just putting it out there. It's not going to happen, but I just thought I'd say it. Two bonus points. <laughs> I just want England to go through. How would that happen? Because in, in short, I'm just, I, it can't. It can't. It, it, like we used that, to say, that it, it can't. But this is my. This would be my wish. Wow. <laughs> ah. <clears throat> it's a tough one. Yeah, look, it's either way, this last weekend is going to be really exciting. Some really, really big games. It's just, when's, when's the first game? Actually, is it on Wednesday night or Thursday? Uh, first game should be on uh, Thursday. So, first game is... New Zealand, Uruguay. New Zealand, Uruguay. That's Thursday. Then France, Italy on Friday night. That'll be good. That'll be good. Couple of beers there. Um, yeah. <laughs> Where's where Georgia? Go to the gym. Uh, do you reckon? Some more. Do you reckon yeah. Georgia could do a job on Wales? Hey, if, anything. If they play like they did, it's possible, bro. Wales, Wales, if they, Wales can toss it. Mm, okay. Wales, Wales are too. Far. <laughs> Like 15 points. They are what? How many points are they on? Wales are on the top of their their group. They have 14. 14 points. Ah, Yeah, they're still through. They're still through. They are still through. Yeah, they are. Because Australia are done. Australia played four games, so that's the end of that one. That's that's the end of that. They they qualify. Yeah, this is this is Fiji's qualification to lose. Seriously, uh, they have to try really hard. Don't yeah. say that anything. Oh man, Saturday is pretty good though. It's packed. No, Saturday is a good day, right? Ireland, yeah. Scotland, the last one. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a couple of beers there. A late Friday night and a late Saturday night. Hey, a Sunday. Beers on Saturday. Sunday, no, Sunday, we start off at night. Is it? One Saturday. Getting it in there. That's a good time. The tournament's about to end, guys. You realize that shit? No. The only game is the halfway point now. Yeah. <laughs> this is only the halfway point now. Yeah, but there's not as many games. And it's now, once we get to well, that stage, it's like no. two games here, two games there. And, you know, it's not, you know. But I mean, look, that's part of it. That's part of it. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's moving along swiftly. Time is passing by. <sighs> yeah. What are we saying about uh, these injuries and these up uh, upright bear hug tackles? Yeah, man. I mean, geez, I don't know. Some people were trying to compare Dupont's injury with um with my pimpies. My pimpy's oh. face was swollen as he was instantly field. Instant. That's a sign. That's when you know something's broken. The swelling was instant. Yeah. And he had two. He had two swelling points, by the way. Mm, that looked bad, eh? How hard yeah, does yeah. that his head? Jeez. <laughs> dude must be using it to crack coconuts open or something. But dude, those collisions were hectic, and I think that's we haven't really touched on that game. But man, shout out to Ben Tamafuna, my nigga. Oh man, Link doing it for out. all the props out there. 150 kilos, getting <laughs> getting but, horizontal, but he just kept going. Dude. I I I have so much more respect for him than than I, I already liked him as a player, but like after yesterday, you know, and and you know, I always I wondered why he was made captain, and That's I think yesterday it was kind of it kind of proved that he's got something else, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, man, what a what a what a game from him. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we're talking about the, those collisions in that game were pretty solid, dude. Those guys were hammering each other. They, the the Tongans did not step back. They were in it. They were in it to try and just hammer someone. And I don't know. When you talk about the collisions, it's very hard to adjust. I don't know. It, it seems like 
that adjustment is taking a bit of uh, yeah, not a lot of players are adjusting very well in that you know, know tackle height situation. Yeah, but that tackle height situation is a bit of a <clears throat> it's a bit of a questionable one because sometimes players are trying to tackle men and ball, right? And they are not trying to have a head-on-head collision. You're trying to get the man and the ball at the same time, little hug tackle. And, you know, it, it, it seems like that's where the collisions are happening, when you, they're trying to prevent the offload or the pass getting out of there. So, I don't know. I think some, some new tackling has to be learned because the hits are becoming dangerous. Like yeah. the, the head and head are dangerous now. Yeah, I think with 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 my pimpies, I mean he he stepped, and he and when Pulu went on like when, on his knees almost, and then yeah he he, dipped, he fell yeah he kind of dipped into it. What we're seeing, and this is a worrying trend, I've noticed is like HB is saying. There's the attempt for the ball and all tackles, but I think there's there's not much the approach to the to the hits are what are what's really you know what's really surprising is everyone's approach to the hit is really upright because um, mm-hmm. trying to get the a lot of these guys are trying to either get the dip right when they hit someone high and they just get that hinge right and they win that collision through that way or they try to stop the offload. The problem with that is that that's the inherent risk is that you off, more often than not get your timing wrong because mm-hmm. of the pre-contact. And then you end up being caught on the back foot and you end up hugging and absorbing instead of actually getting your footwork right and getting your shorter steps on the approach to the tackle and getting and timing the dip to perfection. That's what we're seeing a lot of right now is, yeah, people are trying to hit up high and hard to win the collisions. No one is going with the low hard hits anymore, eh? Unless unless it's from um the first the first pod, the pod nearest to the breakdown when they carry. That's when you mm-hmm. see it really low. And on that tropics. Front, but would you also say it's also, I mean, given the, the, the weather element that's also coming into play and how slippery the ball is, that it's it's also kind of influence the the choice and tackle you know you, there's a lot more focus on trying to get that guy to to knock it on or i don't know would that be a factor it would be it would be but again guys are just mistiming there's a there's a lot of poor time <clears throat> happening you know and we yeah. can't blame them because the speed at which this game is played Yep, I was about to get to that. That you know? some of these things are down to the fact that guys are guys are quicker. Guys are really quick now. You know, you, you one slip up and you've mistimed. He was five meters away from you. You blink, he's in your face, and you thought you had more time to set your footing, like you were saying, and align yourself, and you're caught before you can dip. You know? I think so. I think this is more of a coaching point in that defense now is about anticipation. You've got to get on the front foot and you've got to almost anticipate the footwork. And that means that you've got to be better in your preparation in terms of your analysis. Yeah. Because I think there's a lack of of anticipation there. Because think about it. When you've anticipated and and you kind of have an idea where this guy is going, You'll never be caught off guard and then have to slip and then go like, Ugh. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Once we, I think we need to work, I think from a coaching point of view, going forward, people need to, we need to put more effort, more emphasis on their approach to the tackle and the anticipation with that approach. Yeah. That's just, that's just me. You know, I think that's something we need, that, that the game needs to address. I think and another point that was made was, um, and I think Eddie Jones was spot on when he made this point, actually, about the game being far too stop-start. Far too stop-start at this point. And 
that's how teams are dominating through the stop-start style of play, not the free-flowing style of play. We're almost rewarding the stop-start. And it felt like... Well, some people are a fan of the game, <clears throat> which is quite... Um, and I think uh, Fozzie also brought it up, right? Then he brought up the whole ball and play and, 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 and that kind of thing. Look, um, at the end of the day, remember that guys are out here to try and win. Uh, oh, you, can't, you can't determine how they do win because then we all want... We all want results at the end of the day. I think that's the first, first, that's the first and most important thing. However, like he did bring up, we need to re- we need to decide what kind of game we want to watch. And I, I had a whole discussion around you know Super Rugby and what what's happening in Super Rugby and how it's it's possibly influencing what we're seeing now with All Blacks that. Um, you got five unions that are playing rugby that makes them happy, but is not necessarily winning rugby when you look at where the game is at the moment, right? So it's nice, mm-hmm. it's entertaining, we love it. But when you get to the world stage, that's not what's winning. More food <laughs> happens to you. So, you know, he, he mentioned at the beginning of, of the show, um, he spoke about the New Zealand defensive structure and you know the kind of pattern that they're playing. They're not. They haven't bought into what's currently happening. Where it's all about. It's almost all about disruption, right? It, it's fine. Slow it's it down. nice because no, it's slowing it down is one thing. This is literally just disruption. Mm. In, in, and I want to say, you know, there was a point in time when we were growing up when you'd play touch rugby and it was just negative. You know, when the guy would come in and just slap the ball. Right. Just so that so that you don't score the try out wide. That's me. Well, that we some... all did it. We all did it. An educated no. Richie McCall. I'm no, the no. filthiest touch rugby player known to man. That I will. They, they I, I think we all know this. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, the, the way these defenses are, are actually rushing up, it's got nothing to do with 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 anticipation. With, you know, it's, it, well, there is an element of anticipation, but it's literally just disruption. Pressure! Guys, just shut that space. We don't care. Do whatever it takes. Shut it. I will say, however, the people that anticipated the best were the box against Ireland. They shut That's Ireland down England. because there was a mixture of pressure and anticipation. Yeah. There were some times where they were coming up, but they were smart about what they were doing. And even the guys cleaning up on the inside, waiting for those inside balls. Yeah, there was a fair element of that. And that's why the box actually should have won that game. But the box, the box are good at this, right? The box, the box have, have, have mastered the art of game preparation. They, they study their opponents very well. I would really love to sit down with their... Analytics team and and just and just see how they go about it, dude. Because they break it down to the T, and they always come up with a plan. Yeah, you say that, but uh, I would like to raise a flag on one player in that SA team. Mm-hmm. Willie Leroux. Uh, hey, listen, have... let, let, let the guy retire nicely. Hey, hey, let, let, let me finish. Every time I do this, you all question me, and I tell you to be right. Guys, yesterday, Willie was, was on and off like a switch that is powered by Zesa. Okay? It was not looking good. And he seemed to be getting frustrated over the silliest things. His kicking was off. He was getting tackled. I think he failed to release the ball one time in some nice... Line move. Will you there are questions there? Questions. He, he, he was trying to do too much and he got caught out trying to do too much. That's the thing. Like there's that pass that went over his head. He got yeah. caught out trying to do much and trying to do too much. And I think yeah, you know, and speaking of speaking of South African backline players, actually, now that <laughs> comes back, yo. Is arm fit? Yes, he is. 
Is he? Are you sure? Look, I think I think after watching him on Super Sport, he should go back and play rugby. Watch him on Super Sport. Wait, wait. <laughs> was he a pundit? <laughs> yeah, I was a pundit. No, let's let the guy go play rugby. Damn. Hey. Wow. Do you know, sometimes, look, hold on a minute. I think to be fair to him, you know what? Sometimes as a pundit, you're trying to, you're scared to, because he's still in that system. So he doesn't want to give away tricks of cheap. Yeah. I, so I it's agree. a position to be in. 100%. I agree with you. I agree with you there. And I think I'm just being a hater. Um, <laughs> you know, you always need to throw hey, some shame. Hey, 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 hey. It's giving me work. I don't like to do work. You see how the podcast is always quick? Diggity, it's out. It's all right. Diggity, okay. Diggity. You know, that's how Nico yeah, falls. But, but uh, yeah, no. Uh, let Luke go back and play. But apparently, he's <laughs> fit. He's, he's, he's been fit. He's been fit. <laughs> Uh, I didn't see any of his Instagram workout videos um, like I did Sia's, so I'm not sure if he's fit, you know. Because Sia, every two days, there was an arm, okay? Sia was playing with reggae music, see, rubber bands, ne? <laughs> rubber neck items. So, I don't know if Lucanio, Luke, is fit. And I'm worried ah, about him. Ah, he's fit. He's fit. They wouldn't call him if he wasn't. Um... What's interesting, what's going to be interesting is to see whether or not they play him. What was and interesting was that he could kick after he got the pressure from Andre. Money. Oh, well, look, guys. Look. Uh, <laughs> sometimes sometimes you need a little bit of pressure. I mean, as Finlay Christie, you know, when, when someone is... is you know, the, next, the next time Finlay plays, ah, he's going to bloody play well. He goes, yes, sir. Someone wants your jersey, ne? Someone wants your jersey, chief. You play hard. Yeah, the next time might be a long time from now, though. That's so. the problem. Well, Oops. not really. It'll be next year. Ish. Guys, only in October. So it's a long time, man. It's a long, it's a long time. time. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, so I guess we'll catch up once, once the teams have been announced. I think it's going to be a great weekend. I think... It's building up to be the magic of Scotland. Oh, fly, Scotland. We see your That fought and died for your wee bit hills and clear and stood against him. Rowdy Edward's are. Yep. Yes. Yep. Be good. <laughs> and Matt, you were never right. Never. Never <laughs> right. You were just a guy who was just talking absolute bluster, my man. You were never right. Let's just hope we, we can come on the show. We, so we don't can. come onto this show to apologize. That's not why we're on here. <laughs> We ain't here to apologize. What you think this is, man? What you think this is? The box won the cup, but you were wrong. (laughs) He was very wrong. (laughs) Where did they win? (laughs) When? They're playing now. They lost the other day. (laughs) You know, some people, you know, I don't know. It's just... You get you expect better from people. But, hey, look, this I'm not, I'm not gonna mock a man in, in, in absentia. All I'll say is the day he comes on this podcast, there will be there will be chaos. That's all I'm gonna say. All right, everybody. I think that's a wrap. Uh thanks for joining us. Well, I guess, well, depending. Uh, we'll catch up next week. Plenty, I'm sure there'll be plenty to talk about. There's plenty of excitement. And thank you once again for joining us. Roach and Hizzle to the Bizzle. Any famous last words? I've got none for you. None. You both, man. None. Oh, those bundles have been depleted. The bundles, are, the bundles are around, Dixie. Oh, yes. <laughs>
prepaid zesa. Where's Mr. Wannabe's? Where yet? <laughs> hey, listen, bro. It's a cold world out there, guys. It's a cold May. world. <laughs> Where you at, mate? <laughs> wow. Wow, I feel for you, Pete. I feel for you and all the Wannabe supporters. You're in my hearts, guys. I feel sorry. But it can still happen. You're in our thoughts and prayers. <laughs> really, but not really. You know, like like kind of, but like not really. Palpitations, <laughs> palpitations. Anyway, I think let's sign off before more ridiculousness ensues. Have a great week. Have a great weekend. And oh boy, oh boy, it's going to be an absolute cracker. Peace out. Peace. Peace.